Hello everybody, welcome to this edition of Tech Talk. My name is Nick Ellis, the PC Computer Guy. My number is 317-883-7224. Once again, 317-883-7224. Well, there's been a whole lot going on with PC Computer Guy lately, and uh, you know, I have to apologize that I haven't been around so much. I've been quite busy with a whole lot of different things. Um, one of those things, we set up a new server for our website and our podcast and all that stuff to allow faster access. It's actually pretty neat. It's something called Linode. Um, it's what's called an unmanaged VPS. So I actually have my own server out there on the Internet that uh, is running Linux and keeping everything running very, very quickly and uh, has been quite impressive. But since it is unmanaged, that also means that I have to do everything for it, and there's kind of some learning that's involved with that. Also finished a couple more classes in school. I'm constantly taking classes and learning new things all the time just because I always doing it anyway, so I figure I might as well get pieces of paper that say that I know those things, so trigonometry and statistics, and uh, between that and trying to keep up with the demand of all the customers and everything, it's uh, it's been quite busy. It's uh, good times, but definitely a whole lot of stuff going on. So, um, I am back, and this podcast we're going to be talking about um, how to spot bad emails and websites. Now, we've talked about this a couple times before, but I just I keep harping back on the same things that I see happen to my customers over and over and over. Um, just recently, I, I did a, a video on my website that uh, just shows lots of different examples of how people get infected with these types of things and how to spot them and how to avoid them. I have to say it's kind of a boring video. I'm not really sure of a way to do this other than just to show you example after example after example. But you can find that if you go to PCComputerGuy.com and then uh, under the tech tips, go to the video section and you'll see that there. Um, But just to talk about that a little bit more, there's, I mean, just to kind of break things down, cyber attacks are becoming so, so, so much more frequently. And the entire purpose of this podcast is essentially to tell you why you need to change your password. Um, Yeah, I, like everybody else, don't want to change my password every other day like some uh, security experts recommend. That's really not practical. But you do need to change your password from time to time. And it's also important to have two different kind of sets of passwords. One of them is a critical password and one of them is a non-critical password. The reason for this is there's been a lot of things in the news that you've been hearing about of Chinese attacking uh, U.S. companies or um, government agencies. And uh, sometimes they, the, the hackers will get in and get the information. It's impossible to protect against every single thing that's going to go on. Um, you know, companies do generally a pretty good job of protecting and securing the information, but the the nature of just computers is if you're connected to the internet, you're you're exposed to some kind of software glitch that's going to allow people to get into your system. There's a lot of lot of lot of lot of different things you can do to mitigate that and to make it as minimal as possible. But just about all the time, there's going to be some flaw or breach somewhere that's going to allow somebody to get into a computer system one way or another. If you put enough effort into it, it, it can happen. In fact, I heard a good quote one time that said that the only 100% computer, com- safe, secure computer system is one that's locked up in a basement, uh, turned off, sealed in like three feet of concrete, behind three feet of lead, not connected to anything, period. And that's kind of the truth. So, uh, just recently, I, I had received an email from Living Social and another one from Drupal.org, uh, two websites that I do things with on, on a, a frequent basis, saying that their databases have been compromised and that the hackers got um, uh, access to the passwords, which in these cases were most likely encrypted, but the encryption can still be broken on them given enough time for the hackers. So, they suggest that you change your passwords. But here's the thing. If you use the same username and, and password for different sites and you can be linked to that and the hackers get that information, 
they might not directly get your Hotmail account information, but if you use the same information on Living Social as you do on Hotmail, they now have access to your account. And most of us use that same username and password. So this is why you, one of the reasons why you need to have two different usernames and passwords, and, and you need to change them from time to time. I recommend once every six months to once a year or so. That's that's about as lax as you can get. You know, once a year, change your passwords, or once every six months or so, change your passwords. Anything less frequent than that and you're and you're really risking a whole lot um so when i say two sets of passwords what i mean by that is critical passwords and non-critical passwords so for example your banking your email any investments things are that are very critical you should set one password too and then things that are less important such as forms that you might visit or ebay or something like that you have another password for Real security experts say you should have a different password for every single website, but that's just not practical. And there are things called password managers, but uh, there's problems with that as well. So my recommendation to everybody is to have two sets of passwords, a strong, secure password for uh, critical things and then for non-critical things. Um, and email, your email account is included in the critical things because if somebody gets into your bank and then wants to reset your password, what they're going to do is do a, a password like reset request or something if they have access to your email, they can then reset that password to whatever they want it to be. So your email is included as a critical password. Um, there's a lot of other different ways that people get information and get your passwords. And sometimes it takes them six months to get around to using your password because they've mined so many of them. So I frequently encounter things where it's like, well, how did they get into my account? I didn't do anything that I remember. Well, it could have been something six months ago that you did. So change your passwords, at least have, I mean, this is not asking a whole lot in terms of the computer technology, two sets of passwords that you change every every six months would be best, but if you're going to be lazy, do it once a year. Change your passwords. Um, we covered this before in another tech tip talk, but uh, in short, a good way to make a strong password is pick your favorite phrase, Bible verse, uh, saying, whatever, and take the first letter from each one of those and then mix it up a little bit. So change, for example, ones to i's or fives uh to or s's to fives or even better s's to dollar signs something that looks very similar but is not uh straightforward so um i'm looking right here and i have some scotch tape on my desk so i could do s c zero t c h and then don't just add a one at the end of it um do something else besides a one because people are going to guess ones so anyways make a good strong password have a couple sets of them, and uh, hopefully this helps you prevent or prevent you from being hacked at some point in the future or your information hijacked from another party that you don't know has been hijacked and giving them access to all of your accounts. So until next time, this is Nick Ellis, PC Computer Guy. I hope you enjoyed this. Check out our new website. Well, it's not really a new website, although we are planning a new website as well, www.pccomputerguy.com. So that's in the works. I'm also going to have uh, Diana Jewell. She's going to come back and work for me again. Um, things are getting a little bit too busy, so she's going to be doing a lot of the website stuff, uh, answering phone calls and doing all kinds of things. So PC Computer Guy is growing, getting some more help, updating our websites, uh, getting geared up to offer a lot more website configurations and things for people, setting up mail servers, VPS servers, etc., etc. It's all fun, good stuff. But uh, Oh, one other thing that I forgot to include in there. Um, we also do remote access support. We have uh, our own branded, nice-looking uh, PC Computer Guy remote access support. So anybody out there that needs any kind of help that's not in the Indianapolis area, we can most likely take care of your situation as well. Not everything can be solved via remote access, but a lot of things can. So if you need help, just give us a call. 317-883-PCCG. That's 317-883-PCCG-7224, PC Computer Guy. And until next time, thanks for listening.